Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, Fresco Babies. How are we doing today? The temperature all over the country is hitting record lows lately. It's starting to warm up here finally. Uh, for all my brothers and sisters and people in Texas, I am sorry to see the tragedy that is happening and to see that your senator has abandoned ship for an all-you-can-eat buffet. What is going on? No one knows. Come on, Mr. Cruz. What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyways, not to get too political. We have a great episode this week. Uh, it is called The Disease of Why. I talk about how, unfortunately, I have this thing about my brain that always asks why. If someone asks me to do something, I have to ask why. If someone tells me something is important, I must ask why. And it is the basis, I believe, of all my mental health problems. But other than that, we're having a much better week than we had the last two weeks. I, re- I will be honest, a bit of a trigger warning at the top. I, I don't know. We, we do get into it about a situation I had mid-pandemic. We, we unfortunately talk a little bit about the pandemic in this episode, which I really don't like to do. I want this to be a safe space away from the reality in which we're living and a safe place to talk about things. And uh, it, but there was one point around May that things got really real for me. Um, and I won't talk about it now. It's just uh, I start talking about it, so it, it it gets dark. Let's just say it gets dark. So if you if you don't want to hear darkness, just press that plus thirty second button, maybe four times, and just get past it. Anyways, uh, if you're here, if it's the first time, fifth time, sixth time, seventh time, I am so happy you're here. Thank you so much. Our numbers have been climbing. People are starting to listen to this podcast. It's amazing. And, and, and if, if you're here, you're one of them. And I really, really appreciate it. This is, this has been, a, if you've listened before, you know, this has been a huge, this has been a big part of my life. It's something I really enjoy doing every week. So again, I'm running out of time. I only have two minutes and 17 seconds every week just to talk to you, you guys, the listeners directly. I love you for being here. Please tell a friend, uh, follow me on Instagram, all that stuff. Fresco Train's about to, about to go to the moon. So have a good week. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. blissed out i i just decided to send it because i it is you want to talk about what just happened yeah man i will um uh, so i i think it was in well last year this time february or january i want to say february mac miller dropped the blue world is the album called blue world no the circles album right it's called circles Yes. What the fuck am I talking that about? That sounds about right. Yeah. His, his yeah. post, um, post-mortem release. Yes. Yeah. How, how do you say it's like post-humous? Posthumous? Posthumous. I always say it wrong because I want to say posthumous. Posthumous, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. His, you went to college for five years. It's cool. <laughs> I went to one semester so... of community college. <laughs> Okay, this episode I want to get into that one semester, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> oh boy, around, oh boy, do I have things to say? We're we're gonna dive deep. He he dropped that album, or they they someone dropped that album, um, for him. And then when quarantine hit, when I was at my worst, when it was started to mess up, mess me up, 
um, yeah. in my head, I started listening to on Spotify, like this is Mac Miller. And yeah. I got all the way down to that song. That's life. But featuring Sia. And I listened to that song every single day. And it was just such a good reminder, like of that's life. That's just how things go. Um, and he has that line, like, um, you hate your job or even worse, you don't got one or something like that. Yeah. And like, I didn't have a job. I had no income and I had just gotten off of student teaching. So like I was literally paying to work. So I was like, I don't want to, you know, sound like a victim, but I was sort of in a worse spot than most people because yeah. I had been working for months and not gotten a dollar. Um, so that song just like, got me through so many days and then um, i was i was dating i ended up you know getting into a weird relationship thing with my roommate and then yeah, she ended up also, yeah never we, good also who are you currently dating <laughs> um Your someone, current roommate. Who, <laughs> someone, someone who resides in the, <laughs> in the same house as me um, roommate <laughs> uh lessons are not always learned but i'm sorry um, i have to i, I feel no, like half the dynamic is, is me always just ragging on you for, for no it stuff. is it's a ridiculous thing to talk about with people because i always talk about too. it and it, this one's going well but the first one i got cheated on so that's pretty much the lowest blow you can get is yep getting cheated on by someone who lives with you is yeah who did stand-up second... comedy at the plus we've actually talked yeah. about this on the show <laughs> Like one of the third episodes, I That's dupe right. you into talking about how good stand-up comedy is at the plus. Yes. Knowing yes. that situation. And then I preface yes. the episode with the fact that I was definitely just putting you in an uncomfortable position. Yes. If you're a dedicated listener and you yeah, you can go back to that third episode. Matt was he was messing with me. Fresco, I should say. Messing yeah, I'm with not me with that. that out. People know who little... I am. They just don't know who I... you are. I was a little bit of inside baseball, as, as you like to say, I believe, right? Inside baseball. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, thank you for sending me that song, man. I can't believe you did that. Cause that's, I, did, I can't that's believe I, I did that either. I know, like, I, I, that's how I know you're my spirit guide, because that, sh- that little shit like that happens. Dude, often. Here's, do you know why you think I'm your spirit guide? Or why, why maybe I am a spirit guide? Why? I try to keep as close to the universe as possible at all times. I, I try not to distract myself too much. I try to remind myself life is a joke. It is meant to be taken seriously, but all I like I've told you before, keep 18% of your brain power needs to be churning in the background. This is all bullshit. This is these are rules that we're making up. These are what, what am I going to do for breakfast? Oh, and then I got to run these errands and get gas. And it's like, those are all fake problems. We're do that because mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't have, we don't have to pick berries and run from tigers anymore. So we do these things right. that, that distract ourselves from our, the inevitability of our own death. I mm-hmm. understand that I will die. I do not need distractions. In fact, I'm probably the one killing myself little by little every day. If not, mm-hmm. if everybody is probably doing that. So it allows, I, I believe it allows me it allows me to operate in a way where I'm very close to the fountain of inspiration. This is the purpose of, of my, of my degradation and my self-destruction, but I'm actually getting a lot better. I'm eating better, losing weight. I mean, like, I think like through this, 
this journey of like wellness and feeling better. It's not about feeling good for me necessarily anymore. Like I, I have really bad impulse control. So working on that impulse control and learning how to feel better for longer amounts of time, have better ideas to be able to produce at a higher volume mm-hmm. than just like a, a, a cough of, of gold, you know, like I want to start the mine, you know, like that's mm-hmm. where I'm at right now. And so in this pursuit of, of this podcast is part of that. And I talk about that a lot in the intros about this the podcast. One of the reasons I started this podcast was it, it was a, a practice of uh, consistency, creative consistency, which I've never had. It's always, it always feels like I, like I hit gold with my car, but like now I want to start a mind that is, that is calculated and that I can go back to. So I don't need, necessarily need to get hit by inspiration. I can find inspiration in anything I'm working on. That was a, a bit of a tangent. That is, dude, I like that a lot. That's a great, um, I don't know, analogy. And I just want to do a little quick philosophy corner. Um, there, Nietzsche talked about this. Right away at the beginning of the ta- episode, a philosophy Sorry, corner. I lo- no, why are you apologizing? I'm I love ins- it. You inspired me today, man. You're hitting me. With, <laughs> I'm, I'm mining with you. I mean, I'm mining behind you. I'm like the guy holding the flashlight. You're mining. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm feeling beautiful, violent. Let's go. Tell me. Give me the um, give me the word. Dreams. Required readings. A philosophy class you had to take to graduate with a liberal arts degree. Listen in as Wannabe takes us down the deep, deep path that never ends into our own minds. This is the Philosophy Corner. So we've got people who are like really uh, disciplined. And there are people like us, and we we kind of can acknowledge that we're not always most disciplined, and oftentimes we will probably seek pleasure to a point that is um, not productive. Yeah, it's would a you, sacral you, chakra you, issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, Nietzsche talked about the importance of having those desires because they keep you going, and those desires are great. But also, the most powerful people have those desires and know how to control them because I, I, I think that, that having that, um, that willingness to look at life as a bit of a joke in a more relaxed way is yes. obviously powerful. But if you don't have that discipline to kind of rope you in whenever you need it, you know, that is definitely a weakness. And so that's it for this week. We're both going to work on that, right in the line yeah, between. I mean, I've been working on that for a lot for that's probably the, been the big lesson of this last year for me is, yeah. but it, it, it all comes from strategies in which to control. And, um, there, there's a Franciscan monk, uh, I forget his name. Maybe it's Francis. I don't know. Uh, but I, I heard a quote, this is not a philosophy corner. This is not a sponsored philosophy corner on this podcast, but it is, it's a bit of a frescoes philosophy corner. This is so rogue philosophy. This is rogue philosophy. New segment, rogue philosophy. Oh, fuck. You know what I think? I think take your idea of what this reality is, roll it up in the Bible written by Jesus Christ and smoke it. This is rogue philosophy and it's coming off a little aggressive, but you know what? I'm only doing this bit once, so I'm making it count. Rogue philosophy. Rogue philosophy. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Now I gotta make a fucking song. Um, New segment, Rogue Philosophy. 
this monk believed that to get closest to God is to sin the most because you then you know you're you understand how bad it can be. So then you want to climb back. You understand the road out. Does that make any sense? Mm, wow. So to get yeah. closer to God, you actually you you give in to desire and sin, mm-hmm. and in doing that, you find out what doesn't work and what Dude, isn't that... good. And so by finding out that contrast, it allows you to more easily see the other half. Mm. Which that is, I think, in this last year, as I know, everyone had a really rough year. Mm-hmm. It got so rough sometimes. I learned, okay, that's the limit. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. as get, that's mm-hmm. as bad as I'm gonna let it get. Mm-hmm. You know, like interesting. I mean, to be very vulnerable with you, there was a point in time when I wanted to purchase a gun, and I woke up. I had blacked out the night before. This is like when when pandemic happened, and everyone was buying guns, and I'm like, I need a gun. The world's going. The world's right, on right. fire. I literally woke. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Fuck it. Um, that's my job. I'm here to awaken and entertain. Uh. I woke up with a video message to myself that I had recorded blackout drunk. Mm. I then blackout drunk set a reminder for 10 in the morning, watch the video you recorded last night. Cause I knew I would forget. Cause I knew I was blackout drunk. All right. The video that I sent myself was do not get a gun. You will use it on yourself. Oh God. <laughs> Dark. It was so dark, right? And Ooh. but honestly, when all with all that cash coming in from an unemployment and all the boredom and all the time, that was my. I was like, I need a gun to protect myself because we didn't really know what was going on or what was happening, and like. But without that, like that's probably as dark as it's gotten for me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Do you remember like what month I was in? April, May. Because I do remember that phase that everyone was talking about. Well, everyone kind of thought it was going to be like a. Everyone thought the pandemic shutdown. was going to be a two-week thing, and then. Yeah. Where, where we live, it was like there was it was like two three weeks. We're shutting everything down. All right. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. no one listened. And so I remember, I remember looking at my phone, looking at the date, and I'm like, "Oh, there's only like two weeks left of this thing. That's great. Like this was before we even had a mask mandate or anything like this. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk too in length about pandemic because I want this to be a place people can True. get away from it. But yeah, good point. Good point. I really do. I mean. We're coming up on a year. How do you not talk about True. it a little bit? True. So we had two, three weeks where it was like, we're shutting everything down. Then no one listened. And again, this is before a mask mandate. I don't think I was even wearing a mask because I didn't think you, the CDC at the time was saying no masks, which is fucking wild now, hmm. a year later. And uh, then I remember being like, oh, I only have two weeks left. And then I got, it was like a prime time, uh, was, uh, a prime, like, I got a notification that was like, the governor's going live at 7 p.m. If the governor's going live at 7 p.m., it's not good news because mm-hmm. that it's prime time. He wants everyone to see this, mm. you know, and then he's that's when they said six more weeks. And I was like, oh, my God, I was freaking yeah. out because I the first two that. weeks and there's so many memes about this. The first two weeks, three weeks were fun. It was like people mm-hmm. are learning to work from home. There were low expectations for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't working, but like fortunately I had enough money saved up where it wasn't like a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Tire King came out and that really distracted everybody. The Circle oh on Netflix came out, which was like this weird yep. reality show where like no one touched each other and they all communicated over text messages and you could manipulate mm-hmm. people. I mean, all these things all happened like at once. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of fun. And then slowly it got very not fun. 
Yeah, we actually threw ourselves a spring break. We, uh, my roommates and I just got really intoxicated and we put on bathing suits and just got drunk and pretended like it was spring break uh, towards the end of March there. And then, yep, Tiger King and we just like loaded up on snacks. Tiger King it, and Stimmy checks, dude. Yeah, the stim checks. And yeah, people, the government was just kind of throwing money at people. And they're, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was, like you felt like you were gonna be in a history book, like it was exciting. And then that when yeah. that six weeks thing happened, it was like, wow, oh, this, this is really real. I'm not getting I, out till mid May. Yeah, and, and then like it just the, kept coming. When the toilet paper started running out, that's when you that's when I first legitimately started to worry about things. And then you do start your your brain starts going, Is this going to get weirdly apocalyptic? Do I legitimately need to buy a gun? Yeah, I yeah, I think that no, we all I, had a thought. I did too, and then my blackout self told me not to, and now I'll probably never buy a gun. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if I'm in a different place in life, and I, because I mean, my goal is to live out in the country, so I feel like yeah, when you're living out in the country, like a rifle or something like that. But I was looking at handguns, and like, well, yeah, dude, I which mean, handgun is best for me? <laughs> sometimes a little handy's not bad. No, and you know that better than anybody. It's I know a, you do. It gets the job done. Gets the job done, even if it's over the pants. <laughs> all right, dude. I want to hear all about your semester in community college. Okay. We could talk about this. Have we ever talked about this? Um, so. You talked about it a bit when we were working together. I mean, on the, the podcast. On the podcast. Nope, not on the podcast. All right. Well, here we go. Let's dive in. We got, Let's get we into have, it. We got 20 minutes left. Let's go for it. Um. Fresco Savage did not do great in high school. Once I learned that life was bullshit and I started listening to Blink-182 and I gave up on <laughs> grades and I wanted to have friends and then I found friends who like drank and smoked weed, um, I stopped giving a shit about school. And teachers really liked me. But for one year, I passed no classes except for choir and band. Mm. I failed every mm. single class. Um, but then teachers... I actually don't even know if I graduated. I don't know where my diploma is or if i even got one they let me walk because they're not gonna let me not walk it's a very popular kid people really like not like i wasn't a popular kid but i was very much well liked because i was mm -hmm. funny and charming i i did the fresco thing where I'm, i make everybody mm -hmm. like me and i i hate i hate that that i do that and i'm getting better at being an asshole when i want to be but um it's like a disease like i have to make everybody like me and um so like teachers just would start passing me if I did like some bullshit extra credit at the end of the semester. They'd be like, hey, watch the crucible at the library on your study hall and give me like a one page report and I'll give you the points you need to pass the class. A lot of stuff like that, um, because it wasn't that I was a dumb like I knew what they were teaching. I just didn't believe in a point system because how do you because of obvious reason, that's a terrible way to gauge intelligence and learning. And once I figured that out and like a lot of what we did in class was like, we'd watch a video and watch along with a worksheet. I can't pay attention to two things at once because ADD, but I love video learning. I've always loved like discovery channel, history channel before it went to reality bullshit. But so like, I mean, I was watching space documentaries in like eighth grade. I was pedaling down the library to rent things. So like, I've always been like a smart kid. So like I, I just listened and I do decent on the tests, but I just didn't do the homework. Because I hate homework and I'm lazy. And if I, if I don't see a reason for doing something, I'm not going to do it. Um, and so I failed a lot of classes until teachers kind of just started passing me. 
I guess I'm showing my privilege. Uh, they just started passing me, and then they just started kicking me out of class so I wouldn't be a distraction to the other students. And they would just, like, it kind of was a cycle. Like, if I showed up for the test and I did decent on the test, they would just, like, pass me. And so <laughs> that was my senior year. I did a lot of study halls because uh, mm. teachers would just, like, be like, just go <clears throat> to the senior study hall. Because the se if you were a senior, you could, like, the study hall was like a different room where there was like no teachers. It was kind of like, it wasn't, there was no guidance or like chaperone there. It was like, cause you know, like normal study hall, there'd be like a teacher at the front who would like be taking one of their off hours to like watch study hall for the day. Um, the senior study hall was just like in our auditorium and you could, you could work on stuff. You could talk, you do whatever. It was a little more free form. Right. So there wasn't anybody watching it. So they would just let me go to study hall. But then that means like, I don't, I'm not going to get into college and I didn't want to go to college. Uh, I spent two years after high school, not doing anything but working in the workforce, which I think is a good idea for everybody. Cause it at least gives you an idea um, of what's, uh, what kind of awful jobs are out there that people will work for 40 years to support a family. Like I worked call a lot of call centers, a lot of call centers, different departments at the call center, I worked for Time Warner Cable. That was the worst job I ever had. They literally told me, don't help the customer. If they want to cancel, I would rather that my boss told me, uh, if you, if the customer wants to cancel, uh, keep asking questions over and over and over again until they get frustrated and hang up. I'd rather them hang up from frust being frustrated than you help them cancel an account. Oh uh, so really evil, evil stuff. Um, and, yeah. I, and I only grazed the surface. Warehouse work, stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to go to college because I had no plans. I was doing music, but not seriously. <clears throat> I mean, the guys I was with, like, would never take it as seriously as me. I ended up being in a band with one of those guys that we ended up finally doing something. But um, I went to, because I had no grades, I could only get in a community college, which mm -hmm. is like, and, and I didn't know what, I didn't go for me. It was strictly performative, which is so stupid. I, I like, I was like, can I spend $10,000 this year just doing something that appeases everybody in my life temporarily, which is so weird to think about now. And I went to school and it's also weird. They make you pay for parking at a school where you're paying thousands of dollars to be there. That's fucking <laughs> bullshit. That is insane yeah. in the membrane. Guess what? I never paid for parking, bitch. I never paid. I only got like 10 tickets, but I never paid them. I just put them on my tab that I then, and I dropped out. So I never had to pay. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah, parking authority. You don't tell me what to do uh, or where I can park. And then I found out there was a side street you could park on for free. Then I had to walk like a half mile, but it's fine. Um, that was after like $300 in fines. Mm. That I, I do want to add I did not pay, but that they want them. It's still annoying. I also did the thing where I tried to like, I would just put an old parking ticket on my windshield as if I had already received a parking ticket. So they wouldn't. I did that too. Yeah. And that worked for a little bit, but they get through, they get through. They, they like check the yep. date eventually and they're like, hmm, yep. something's fishy. Yep. Uh, so they, yeah, I, so I'm going to college. Um, <clears throat> I hated it. It was awful. It was like high school round two, electric boogaloo, but like I never, I didn't know anybody. It was all like small town kids. It was all people like I didn't like in, in high school, but nobody I knew, but they were like caricatures of people I did not like in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they were, they were the kids from the surrounding communities. I couldn't get into college either, but a lot of them were younger than me or they were like 60. And those people I actually jived with pretty well because they understood life was bullshit. Um, 
I had to take like this 8 a.m. economic class, which was awful. He wouldn't, I don't even remember his last name because he wouldn't let us call him professor or anything like that. He, we just had to call him Flint. His name was Flint. And he's like, I want you to call me. I want you to call me Flint. And he's just this guy who worked for Monsanto and Cargill, which are like two massive agriculture companies that are like sugar yeah. and uh, GMO seeds. And like yeah, Monsanto- and my cousin works for most people a lot of people do in the far in the farming industry a lot yep. of people do because they're they're massive massively control like controlling yep. corporations and, um the fastest growing too well there's like because of um because of laws we have in our country like my you can like really only buy seeds from monsanto because mm. they they're that's strict it's very strict regulations. Like the stuff that there's like GMOs and stuff like that, that Monsanto sells, unless you're like branding yourself as like organic or something like, or something different, or you're, you're like under a certain size, you kind of have, they have a monopoly um, mm -hmm. because they're so heavily regulated. Also, do you know, like most things you eat are like clones of themselves, like corn and stuff uh, like let's, that. Let's not get into that. It all gets sad. Okay. Yeah. Let's not get into <laughs> food stuff. College. So yeah, I mean, I'm smoking cigarettes at this point. I'm just really hating <sighs> everything. And it uh, You were at least smoking good cigarettes, right? Uh Pall Malls. Oh no. The cheapest oh, you can get. The boy. cheapest Ooh. you can get. I used All to right. smoke Pall Mall and Newport. Oh my god, dude. You started Menthols. Pall Malls. People like one. people like smoke for years and then they move down to Newports because they're cheaper. So Pall Mall the red the red box palm malls there's probably a name for them um those were like 450 with tax they were like mm -hmm. super super mm -hmm. cheap and that was in my budget so that's what i would smoke oh boy. in my in my red cutlass supreme anyways i don't want to talk about what i was smoking but i i just college was awful and i i just remember one day like i was at the library cuz i had some time between classes and i was like i'm going to read and study i never learned to study really that's one thing. If I think if I learned how to study, I would have done better in school. But they just like gave us a time frame and they're like, you know, in high school, they're like, you need to study for this test. And they never tell you what studying is. They mm -hmm. just tell you you have to do it. And maybe some kids innately understand like it's like going over the material. I never understood what studying was. And maybe it's because studying is different for every single person. Maybe they could have just said that. Like, whatever you got to do to get ready for the test, uh, whether you want to read over your notes or make flash, like, they never under, they never went into that. Anyways, I was sitting in the in the library, and I was reading, and this lady comes up to me, and she goes, uh, are you part of this group? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, you can't sit here and study because this area is reserved for people who need extra help. And I was like, okay. Um, and it was an empty library, mind you. And she like she had such a fucking stick on her butt about having this area specifically for those students. And I was like, what if I need extra help? And she said, you need to sign up on the website. And I was like, this is a, just a joke. This is a game. I also remember the math class I took. I, it was like remedial math because I'm bad at math and I failed the same class in high school like three times. So it was uh, the fourth time that I took this class. Uh, and it was all done on it was we would meet in person and the teacher was, I swear to God, the teacher was mentally ill. I mean, she was awful. She treated us like third graders and um, all the homework was online. 
And I remember like, but if you didn't specifically to the character put in the correct answer, like on your keyboard, you'd get the answer wrong. So I'd be getting answers right, but I would add like an extra space or something. And then it would be like wrong answer. And then it would show the correct answer. And it's to the T, like the exact answer. Mm. But it's just like, it, it only recognized the very specific numbers in their very specific place. It, it, it was awful. I had a writing yeah. class I did on Thursdays, Mr. Dittmer, and he would just fucking, he would go off on these tangents and he like, he knew he had hardcore ADHD and it would just be like, we'd be talking about something and he would go for like 45 minutes. This was a three hour class that could have been an hour class, but it was uh, just once a week. So it's like of, one of those yeah. night classes. Well, he would just he would talk about something and he would just go for 45 minutes. And then like, then it became like kind of like a game. Like we would all keep asking him questions to go feet further down in the tangent. So he wouldn't have to do anything. Mm. I really didn't, dude, school is not for me. And I don't want, I, mm-hmm. I wanted this to be a funny thing that I was talking about, but now I'm realizing I just really hated it and it wasn't for mm. me. And I think I would really benefit in a, in a more collegiate atmosphere, something that's more mm-hmm. like a university, maybe a little more prestigious or, even frankly, if I was there for something that I wanted, I think mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Yeah. I also think college is a scam and I don't think anybody should go to college unless they need to go to college. I think yeah. a lot of kids are like me and they think we're almost told by the time we're, we're told when we're kids, you, if you don't go to college, you'll be successful. I mean, like there's plenty of experiences at, at, like maybe not explicitly this, but like where, your parent would, my parents at least would be like, that's why you go to college. So you don't have to do that. You know, like whether it be like janitors or fast food workers or, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's very generic, but like, I don't remember this specifically, but there were experiences like that, that I had that was like, go to college and you won't have to do that. But college is a scam. It's mm-hmm. the price of college is inflated 13,000% in the last like 15 years. Uh, people are going to college for the Instagram stories. Now that's, that's what I think. Yeah. That's a, fucking quote if i've ever heard it the, that's so true like um, the fucking what? uh the the aunt becky from remember two years ago a year ago aunt becky from full house got caught because she made yeah. a huge donation to like ucla to yep. get her daughter in who didn't deserve to go there yeah and like dumb and there was other celebrities that, that did the same thing but those people yeah. don't those kids don't want to go to college Right, right. They also, yeah, those it's... kids shouldn't have to go to college. They're going to be rich their entire lives. Those kids should, should not be, have to go to college. They should They should be excluded. They what should is, not be allowed. What is the purpose of life, right? To if, if you believe the purpose of life is to make a better life for your children, which once you have children, I firmly believe that is your purpose, to make, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to leave behind a life that is better for your children. Why yeah. would you give your children struggles where they don't want struggles? Struggle is important. It, 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 you should be emboldening your children to learn what kind of struggle they want to deal with because no matter Mm -hmm. what life is filled with problems but you want to choose you want to choose your problems i want my type of problems are like i have all these edits i have to get done so i can before this certain date so like my problems are in the creative sector that's the kind of problems i want not like this homework needs to be done. That's not my, mm-hmm. pro- that's not my problem. That's not the problem I want. I don't want a problem. That's like fucking, yeah, I got to figure out a way to take my kid to soccer practice. That's not a problem I want right now. <laughs> right. Right. Like choose your problems. Yeah. But don't and force do... your kids into problems. They don't want to solve. Yeah. 
I think the only way that school can be useful is when there are instances where you learn how to problem solve um, and how to think critically about things, which there are little um, blurbs of that in college. But um, a lot of the times it is just you checking off these classes. I mean, I had friends that I had this great sociology professor, fascinating, learned about all sorts of things that I had never thought about. He, made, he, he was one of those professors. He really made us think about things. Uh, about he made us question our reality and what we considered normal and a lot of my med school friends i i, I don't have a lot of med school friends a few of my friends yeah. that were pre pre-med brush your shoulders off bro right there were a couple of my buddies um from my floor did not take him they took the easier one because they were they had to maintain their gpa and so there's just a lot of that it's a game that, superficiality of college and it's just shitty it is but in my first day of sociology class at the tech uh the girl in front of me actually like i don't we like hung out a little bit after this so but this is just like it's just i guess that's a detail that doesn't need to be uh you're thinking about. about it yeah i know that happens to me a lot um, <laughs> flashback but, but like it was my first day in college i don't even want to consider it college it's my first day in hell and <laughs> and we we sit down you don't know anybody and she had an ant in her hair like a bug in her hair and it was crawling around in between and i'm sitting there and i'm like i don't know how to tell this girl there's a bug in her hair quietly and calmly because what would you do if i told you right now like there's a spider in your hair you'd freak out right you'd freak out so I like I'm sitting in class. It's very quiet. We're getting the fuck. The first day of class is awful because it's like, here's the expectations. Here's the schedule. Here's my rules. You know, like it's like treat me like an adult, please. Um, but she had a bug. I mean, I watched this bug crawl around her hair for thirty minutes. Oh my! This God. thing was this thing was feasting on something or s- something or other. And I, like, when when do you say do you like tap her on the shoulder and be like, "There's a bug in your hair"? You know how much of a scene that would have caused. So like I'm trapped in my anxiety, not wanting to create a scene, but my ADHD won't let me pay attention to anything but this bug. Mm-hmm. Anything but this bug. I think her name was Shannon. Hmm. She was cute though. Sans bug. Sans bug. Like without the bug. Like sans oh. means like remove, like removal, like remove See, bug. You're, you're smarter than me, and I have the college degree. Why do you think that is? <laughs> why do I think you're smarter than me? Or why no, do you No, it's think... just like I've always felt bright. My teachers mm-hmm. always told me I was bright. I think that that was probably mostly my ADHD and my proclivity for understanding people and and what they want more than I was like a bright kid. But mm-hmm. I mean, I just use the word proclivity. So, I mean, there's mm-hmm. something going on in my head. There's something going. I just, I, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we all have to acknowledge that school is a, they set the, you know, they set the bait and, and then you crawl up the, you do the trick and then you get the reward. And, yes, you know, it's very you, much you, like you donkey called, and the carrot. Yeah. And you called bullshit on that. And, yeah, and, I and some I like people. Grass, and I don't need the carrot. I can survive just <laughs> fine on the grass on the ground. Um, and <laughs> as I, many carrots you know, as you want to my forehead, right? I don't right. care I about am, the carrots. I just think, and and some people go through school and they never realize that it's 
nonsense and some people do and they just don't care or you know they they know it's it's eventually they're hoping to have some sort of um they're going to gain that sort of freedom that's how it you know it was for me but i at the same time you know what i learned in my philosophy classes was truly fascinating to me i just got lucky i learned a lot just the things i learned weren't on the weren't part of the homework yeah that's where it gets annoying and that's yeah like i i learned a lot about people and and the reason people do things and motivation right i i i would argue most people are are motivated by not pissing anybody off and doing what they're told yeah most right a lot of not i want i don't want to say most i want to be a little more optimistic than that i bet 45 percent of people are simply going to work because they think that's what's expected of them and they don't want to mess up this that system you know like mm-hmm. they it just works for them they mm-hmm. they go through they do it uh i am i have the disease of why that's that should be the title of my first book the disease of why in which I cannot stop asking why no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Same. And then, yeah, I, I, my freshman year, I stumbled on philosophy one one oh one, and it turns out that white dudes have been doing that for centuries. And there <laughs> yeah. was this cool guy named Socrates. Some people get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Socrates. That's, that was his shit. He just sat down with Thrasymachus and Glaucon and he said, what is the just life? And is it better to be just or unjust? And they sat and they talked back and forth. And um, that was my first, the whole semester was studying um, and reading Plato's Republic, where Socrates just kept asking why. And that's how I ended up picking up the philosophy minor. And what you touched on earlier about the inflation price cost of, of college, my professor brought out a graph, projected it on the board and showed us how colleges had, our college, my college um, had gone up. He showed us the inflation by year and explained that essentially none of the education, none of the curriculum was changing. And he told us that fucking professors don't ever have to take a course on education. So professors never learn how to formally teach you. They just have to be really smart at what they like to know about i should be a professor <laughs> you should be a professor. look at me man. i'm in a hawaiian shirt with suspenders i already got the the get up yeah dude but professors should legally have to learn how to teach because otherwise what's the point like i, I disagree the, i i totally think that they should have to do that because you're paying we are paying thousands of dollars not to just be in the presence of someone who's smart we're we're we're, we're, we're in the we want to learn from them and if they don't know how to teach then that's a little bit fucked in my mind. Let me let me offer you a different opinion on that, all right? All right, yeah. Sorry, I've been having trouble with this thing for a while. Um, oh, you're good. So teachers um, in high school, middle school, mm-hmm. you know, K-12, mm-hmm. children are legally obligated in our country to, to be taught to to Mm. 12th grade right you know like you can drop out i guess but um for the most part whether the kid wants to be there or not they are they need to be taught and so a teacher has to learn how to teach people who do not want to be there Mm -hmm. whereas a professor the hope is and this is something that has changed the hope is if you're paying for college you are showing up ready to learn from that professor Mm -hmm. you want Mm -hmm. to be there and Mm -hmm. i think 
with that with that like with that border out of the equation of like kids who don't i'm sure there's plenty of college kids who don't want to be there that's a that's a whole separate issue we've already touched on mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i think if you want to be there it makes it a lot easier to teach somebody what you know best because i yes. also think some of the smartest people in the world don't necessarily know how to teach what they're saying but yeah, they know sure. a lot and sure, i and, sure, sure. and just to to parallel that like with stand up comedy which i've dabbled in you know there are some rooms i've done stand up in they don't want to laugh like mm-hmm. they mm. but then there's some really good rooms and the same thing with concerts sometimes there's just an energy in the room where people want if people want to be there they're more likely to get more from the performance sure because sometimes you're just stuck in a corner at a bar who wants to be known for having live music and no one wants you. I played a hard rock restaurant, hard rock hotel restaurant in Pittsburgh once during the dinner rush because mm. they paid us 200 bucks to be there. No one in that room wanted us there. They were ordering mm-hmm. their fucking rib tips and their, their half rack ribs and their, and their fucking chicken fingers. And I'm singing my heart out about a girl I knew once. It was too loud in sociology for the class. It was who had a bug in her hair. <laughs> Shannon. The song was called Ant Hair. Right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So I think that the reason they may they may not I the reason I don't think they should take or legally be required to to take lessons on how to teach people mm-hmm. is because the people there theoretically mm-hmm. are the ones who want to learn will right. figure out a way to be taught sure sure yeah and i think that is the logic of it um yeah i just had some... college has become a um a mcdonald's value menu that you have to eat um, yeah so, so that, that changes now it's, you get a lot of kids who don't want to be there but their dad's like i will pay for your apartment if you go to college because mm-hmm. I think you need to go to college. So it becomes like this weird high school thing again, where they don't want to mm-hmm. be there and they start bitching about snow days and stuff like, and cold days. And it's like, well, you know what? If you, if you don't want to go to school cause it's snowing, don't go to school. It's real life. There are consequences Learn That's part of what you should be learning in college is how real life is going to fuck you raw at every turn. And yeah. if you want yeah. something great, you're going to get fucked more. Yeah. Those those really shitty professors too. They are a good wake up call for, um, you know, they really teach you how to navigate situations where no one gives a fuck about you, which is a great wake up call from high school where their teachers are, you know, more obligated to kind of like reach out to you. I mean, how many struggling. times? How many times K through twelve did you accidentally call a teacher mom? <laughs> I don't know if I ever did that. Did oh, that I did that shit all the time. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's fucking. Now you're making me feel really weird. You're making me feel really weird. Dude, I'm sorry. I I don't think that ever happened to me. I would tell you if it did. It was really funny. Yeah, it (laughs) probably. I mean, before, I don't think it happened after like seventh grade, but I I do remember in like sixth grade, I called the teacher mom. Really? Okay. Let me think back to elementary school. It may have happened, dude. Maybe that's more, maybe I'm the the odd one out, but I don't remember any instances. That sounds really embarrassing. You know what? Please. If anybody out there listening, please DM Fresco Savage on Instagram. It's at GoFresco. Let us know if you ever called your teacher mom. You can also tweet. You can also tweet at GoFresco. Please let me know. Have you ever called your teacher mom? I want to know the the name of the teacher, the grade you're in, 
And yeah, let us know the grade. Of, what form of mom or dad did you use? Because if if you rose your hand and you were like, um, mommy. That's not I how just... it worked. That's not how it worked. <laughs> it would be like, it'd be like you. I was like, pit, not pissed, but like, it'd be a situation that where like it slipped out casually, like, all right, bye, mom, or like something like that. Or, you know, like, it was never like, excuse me, mother. It was, it was never like that. Oh my God. Well, dude, my dude, fucking mic stand's I, so broken. I fucking hate it. But we're done for the oh, day. We're done now. Look at you, new one, dude. Fuck this. I'm done, man. I'm not doing this for another second. I'm out. I'm out.